This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. And welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr. And today I'm joined by David Elliott, my business partner and the founder of the Peninsula Pulse. Dave, welcome Hi, to the podcast. Hey, thanks. It's nice to be back. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to this one. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> today we're having Dave on the podcast to talk about a campaign we're doing here at the Pulse to try and recruit more summer workers to the county next season, next summer. And uh, you know, to most of us, the season that just was. Doesn't feel that long ago, but it's time for people to start thinking about next year already because that's what college students and high school students and maybe even more importantly, their parents are thinking about right now is what their kids are going to do next year. But before we get into this campaign that we're launching here at The Pulse, I wanted to talk a little bit about the issue itself and why we think it's important to do it. And Dave, you and I both talk to a lot of business owners. Obviously, we have our, our sales reps up talking to business owners, dozens, scores of them, sometimes 100 a week between the three, four of us. We're hearing the same thing from all of them. They're desperate for workers. Yeah, they're all short staffed and they're all working more, harder than they've worked in a long time. And it's a good and a bad thing. You learn more about your business. All of them talk about things that they could improve because they've seen everything, but they're also exhausted and they're ready to to shutter their doors and the and what happens is like a lot of businesses end up closing earlier than they would have normally um, they're not open year round and it's not because they're not here it's because they're worn out from a long year normally they probably would lose the staff but it's the time that they would work and now they just don't have the energy to do it yeah this time of year you might see the the coffee shop owner or the bar owner who all summer long maybe works behind the scenes and actually the summer might be when they get to work on their business a little bit because they have staff and then in the winter, they work the long shifts behind the bar or, or shilling coffee and or work in the floor of their retail store. This year, they never got that that other time. So they don't have the energy to pop back in. At least, I'm you know, not speaking for everybody. Well, there's but also that's one wear of the and things. tear. Like a, in a, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the, no, but the customer service industry is tough. You're, you've, you've got... You're dealing with people on an, in, on an hourly and a daily basis that they start to wear on you a little bit. Some of the simplest questions that when the doors first open, you're excited to answer. But after answering the same question for the 3,000th time, you lose your patience. And then that makes you bad at customer service because of that amount of wear and tear. And you need a break in order to rejuvenate yourself and be ready for the next year. And we see that difference play out just with the Door County Half Marathon. You know, When we do that the normal time, first Saturday in May, when people are, all of our volunteers and all the business owners in town are desperate for business, desperate to see people usually, they're super excited. We provide a great experience for people in part because everyone's just happy to welcome people back to the county at the beginning of May. When you do that same event and some of our events in fall, we're, we're incredibly fortunate to get the volunteers and the, the workers that we do, but they've also spent a whole season just being beat down. So your, your experience is just different. incredibly busy season on top of that. Too. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we, we recognize that this isn't the only challenge. It's not just getting employee help. But as you mentioned, Miles, we also, we, we know we need more housing too, but it's the chicken and the egg. But we need both. So let's, let's talk about one instead of both at the same time. Yeah, because there's no magic bullet. There's no perfect solution to these problems. There's no perfect message that fixes it all. And you can't sit around and wait for the perfect one and then not do anything because you haven't fixed everything, so you can't fix anything. So going on to the, the kind of the campaign we're trying to launch here and do a, a little bit of our part to try and help solve this problem is we had our interns last summer go around and, and shoot scenes and, and talk to people who are working here in the summer about why they wanted to work here. 
and what they they love about Door County and what their experience is like, what they get out of the job, what kind of money they can make. And we basically told our, our young interns to say, do it, film what you think is cool. Film what you think makes this a great experience, not what, you know, Dave, you're almost 60. No, uh, no, <laughs> no, not, not that one. <laughs> but uh, decade off, you know, we're both 20 years older than that. We're well past those those years when you're coming up here to work in the summer. So we wanted to get a picture of w- what drives people to come up here now, not the employer's perspective, but the people who work here. So they went out and did a, a great job. Rachel Lucas put this video together with Jessica Gatzow and pulled some video that we've got grabbed over the last few years and created a video to try and speak to those people and show them what this experience might be. Yeah, it's a, it's a great little video. And it, it it's it's funny for me, at least looking at the video with the perspective that I have. It's the same thing that drew me here in the first place more than 25 years ago. It's, it's the camaraderie. It's the friendship. It's the natural beauty. It's the entertainment scene. And it's the community as an overall whole. How did you end up here again? Without oh, going into the deep backstory, but like... No, not, not a deep one. It was a friend's family had a house up here. And a few of us, when I was in college, decided to come up and study up here for a weekend and get away from campus. And then coming going back after that, there was a small group of us that said, hey, why don't we go and maybe we can find a place to live and work up there for the summer and hang out and, and have a good time. And we did that. Actually, the first place that I interviewed was at the old, it was going to be the Inn at Christopher's, and it was, still was under construction, so the big clovers were out front on the building when it was Canavy's. Canavy's Kitchen, yeah. And I sat on a, on a, I think a pickle bucket flipped upside down for the interview, and they hired me first to be a cook there, um, but they didn't have housing, so I ended up going to the cookery because they had a place that I could rent. Hmm. Which is a similar problem to what everybody else faces now, too. Yeah, we face it with our own staff. When we try to recruit interns, we don't have housing available. Luckily, we've been able to network with friends and and kind of work a little harder to get them to open up apartments that they otherwise weren't going to rent for a seasonal use. But and it's, you know, that that takes some work, but there are options out there. And I've talked to business owners this year who said they had housing that just sat empty. So the housing, as much as that's an issue, from a seasonal perspective, there were plenty of businesses that just never got the workers there to even fill the housing. Yeah. It's a, and again, I think, I think a chicken and egg is a perfect comparison for this because you need the housing for the staff. You also need the staff for the housing. So which one do you prioritize to do? And it's in, in essence, it has to be a two pronged approach. You got to go after the housing and you have to go hard after the employees and why not have more people potentially to employ as opposed to not do it at all. Yeah, drive the demand, the worker demand for the housing up until, you know, communities step up, municipalities step up, more businesses step up. And there are some, you know, Todd Helene's doing a great, interesting approach to this in Bailey's Harbor with Lakeshore Adventures. Paul Anschutz is working her butt off trying to find different ways to get creative in Sister Bay. And they're not the only ones. There are other people trying to look at this problem and provide some housing solutions. And the ones that do, and it's always been this way, that's not new. For 25 years, it's been a huge advantage if a business had their own housing. I mean, go back to Thumb Fun built in the 1960s. They had dorms there way back then. And a lot of their summer workers, you know, they'd bring in 25, 30, 40 workers. They worked a shift at Thumb Fun and then worked somewhere else. So that housing provided really housing for multiple shifts a day. I'm thinking back in the 
mid to late nineties, I knew people who lived in that thumb fun housing that was built. When did you say it was? And it probably had no improvements in the, in the, in the 20 to 30 <laughs> years that they were in. So, I mean, but, and that's the case at the, at the same time up here too, but that's part of the deal. And when you're, when you're working all the time, what's the big deal? You're it's, it's summer, your windows are open all the time. You're just looking for a bed and a kitchen and a, and a, and a place to lay your head at night. Yeah. I mean, from age 16 to 24, I own my own business and barely even cared about the house I was in. I was just in the business or working so you got all the a mattress time. on the floor and that Pretty, was kind of Well, there were several of those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, and most of the people I worked alongside were living the same way. So sometimes when you've heard this, this housing discussion come up, you've heard people say, well, that's not, who would want to live in housing like that? Who would want to live in a place that small? You're going to need a larger space. You actually don't. We all lived in dorms if we went to college, right? And we've all had roommates and split tiny spaces. Like when you're 20, 21 to, I mean, in my case, late twenties, <laughs> you're still happy to live that way. Sure. And I, I mean, I did that too. And, I, and my, when my wife first worked up here, she rented a house with another, I think three or four other women and they didn't, it wasn't, there was one bedroom. So they just threw a bunch of mattresses on the floor and they were rarely there. It's like you're out and about, you're either working or you're playing outside and doing, you're at a bonfire late or you're out and about at a tavern when you're of age or you're down on the beach. So what difference does it make if you have all the amenities? And it's not, I mean, I get it. Everybody wants more and more over time, but at the same at the same token, you know, it's a short period of time. You're talking right. May for the if you're a college student, it's maybe May, June, July. It's three. It's two and a half, three months. So, which is less than ideal for some employers. I get it, but at least it's more than what we have right now. Getting those breaks, and I think that's part of the change that we have to get into. I, I know a lot of the business owners in 27, 16, 17, You know, you start to get away from the two to three month employee and you're really looking for someone that was the whole season, May through yeah. October. But I, I think now it's just getting something. So even just getting that, yeah. those, even getting somebody in there for June, July and August and having to wing it for the rest is better than not. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry, we're interrupted because my dog doesn't like the fact that he's on the other side of the door <laughs> and he has a big plastic cone on his head at the moment. So he keeps <laughs> ramming it into it, which is an odd sound. Yeah. It sounds like someone's knocking, but they can't come in. So one of the, one of the things that you mentioned how we've kind of shifted toward trying to get someone to work the whole season and a lot of businesses have just thrown up their hands. And I think the County on, on the whole has sort of thrown up its hands and kind of given up on the, the summer worker from the Midwest, the, the college students, the high school students. And that's one of the things we're trying to do with this video too, is, you know, the, the J one visa workers have been fantastic for this community, but there's also an opportunity to kind of replenish some of those, other workers from throughout Wisconsin, the people on college campuses who don't know, and I, I know this from even talking to my own nieces and nephews, they just don't know the kind of money and experience you can have up here. And if we can make more people aware of that, and maybe there's a mom or dad out there or a grandma or grandpa or an aunt or uncle who has a house or a condo in Door County and might might prod their niece or nephew to say, hey, maybe you should work in Door County and make some really good money up there. You can stay in my place. You know, if we only, if all this does is get 10 or 20 of those, there's 10 or 20 we didn't have. And hopefully it gets more. Absolutely. And, and more and more people are spending summers up here than they're used to. So maybe they, their kids can get a job while they're up here. I think that's right. what you're alluding to as well. And it's good money. I mean, and you can work in the suburbs and, and make half of what you might be able to make doing the same job up here. And you can't get out in the water and hang out on the beach and wander around in a park. It's a, it's a unique opportunity. Finish your shift and run right out the door, three blocks and jump off a pier. That's yeah. a pretty nice benefit when you're up here. So basically what we're going to try and do is 
push this video out, push it to business owners and community associations and make a lot of direct contact with college career counselors and um, high schools in targeted markets and try and get this message in front of people. And hopefully we drive some demand and drive some interest in people looking to work summers in Door County, just looking at the seasonal thing. We, we know we also need some year-round employees. We need more people to fill other jobs. The industrial park needs more people to, to fill those jobs. And, and this campaign won't necessarily target that specifically, but uh, we're going to be talking to more and more people who spent a summer working here and turn that into careers. And that might help spread the message to that, those people as well. Well, there was something when you asked what drew me up here, I came up here to work at a restaurant. I had, there was no thought in my mind that two or three years later, I'd be starting a newspaper up here. <laughs> it was more of come to Door County and enjoy what it has. And then an appreciation grew from that. And then, oh, there's a possibility that I could actually do a business here um, after experience in the community. So it, there was no direct correlation from my first initiation here to an actually starting a business. And I think that's happened to a lot of people I know. Like there's a long list of Yenny Bexel, who's what, buying her third or fourth building yeah. now up here. And <laughs> as she grows spot, she was just came here to work in the summers and it grew and grew and grew. And now she's owns her own retail business. Yeah, you can go across. And she's the, Entrepreneur of the Year. So. Yeah, <laughs> you can go walk down the street. And I was actually doing this last night, like mentally walking through towns and thinking like, oh, that person started here in the summer and washed dishes or that person worked for me and now they, they run this business or that person lived at Camp David and now they run this organization. And you go right on down the list and they fell in love with Door County working as a kayak guide or as a bartender or waiting tables or sitting at a hotel. And they just met good people, did cool stuff. And, you know, maybe in their late 20s, early 30s, they made their way back here. We're seeing that all the time, especially now as people hit their 40s. So like this kind of messaging is a long-term investment in that next generation of our county, the next generation of business owners and leaders in this community, hopefully. So yeah, if we get I, a few of those. Yeah, I was just thinking another one. My brother-in-law is now running Hugel House, and he came up here originally to work in the orchards. And then <laughs> that move, he didn't, it wasn't the greatest experience he had, so he shifted and started working in a restaurant, and then he went to culinary school, and then he ended up coming back and um, working and run, now running a restaurant. So it, it happens to a lot of people. We have a local newspaper because somebody came up here to work in a restaurant 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, I guess I should tell people where to go and watch this. We're going to. You know, this is our, one of our shortest conversations we ever had in this room. And you haven't, and there's not one time where you gave me criticisms for using the wrong word. <laughs> I'll work on this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll back edit this podcast. Okay. okay thank you. Um, I'd appreciate it. But we're going to put this out on social media. It's going to be hosted on our website at doorcountypulse.com. You know, we only have a couple of jobs to fill. And hopefully this helps us find someone too. But it's really an effort to just try and get people interested in working in Door County at any business. So we're encouraging any businesses to use this video if they if they find it useful and use some of this messaging and, and hopefully drive people back up here. And share this information, please. It's all about a community. I mean, I think one of the reasons why I'm really excited about you coming up with this idea, Miles, and moving it forward is... There are restaurants and businesses that I look forward to spending time with in the off season. I know they may, they this make, is a great point. I'm glad you brought they, this up. They I might, want to talk about they this. might close at the end of December. They might close in early January, but they're at least open for November and December when, and late October for when I get a chance and not and running in three different directions and have a chance to enjoy something. And this year in particular, last year I got it. It was COVID. It was right. COVID. You didn't know what was happening this year. So many places closed that I was hoping I was going to get a chance to experience. And I get it. They're worn out and they're tired and they need employees. So I like, I want to help them and figure it out so that our life and our community grows because it's, 
those experiences and those off-season months when I get to hang out at those restaurants or those coffee shops that helps build the community back up again. It's that it's that time when we actually get to see each other. It's when you get to share ideas yep. that help change things the next year around, and and you get or to just take a and deep have, breath and be able to have a cocktail and a conversation about something that even isn't meet some stressful. of these. Yeah. Meet some of these people. Yeah. I mean, and get to know them. Like you don't you don't get the chance to do that in July and August. And it's those slow days in November, December, January, February, where you actually get to go in there and experience things. And I know personally, just as, you know, maybe it's not a a good reflection of covering stories and things, but there's a lot of things that I don't get. You'll hear about a new thing that people are saying is cool, a new restaurant or a new business. And throughout the summer, you just get so bogged down and it's so busy that you never get a chance to check it out. So a lot of times you only get to check it out when they stay open in November and December. And then you, for me, that's the thing you end up writing about the next year because you finally it took the full season before you were able to check it out and then put it on people's um, in front of people's eyes the next year. So it, it takes away a lot of opportunities when, when we don't have the staff to keep these places open. Well, let alone for years, uh, like destination door County and the community has talked about, Hey, let's take some of the stress off the shoulders off the summer season. And instead of just promoting the summer, let's promote the shoulder seasons as a time when people can come to visit too. We know we won't attract the same volume and the same number of people, but if we could kind of buffer the summer with a little bit of extra, a little bit more business, and then maybe take a little bit, have a little bit less business in the summer, we could extend our season, keep the business owners with the cash flow to make everybody survive and be a happy family here. But with so many places closing during the off season, it makes it harder and harder to promote people to come here because the experience is less than what they expect. So there's this, all these things are interconnected and we've just got to figure out a way to do it. And I think trying to bring people here as many as possible to work and find different places for them to live and find creative ways for them to find a place to live and then pair them up with employers. You mentioned it like, so you can work in a restaurant and clean bedrooms, clean rooms in a hotel on the weekends. A lot of the hotels have housing. The rest, some of the restaurants don't. You can figure it out. So you got to think a little bit outside of the specific, well, I want to, I want to wait tables here. So I need to find housing and that's all I'm going to do. You might need to find a balance. Yeah. I mean, most of us from our generation, we work multiple places all the time. We were, you know, you might be working at Leroy's while you were running the paper. Um, I'd be coaching basketball while working for the paper and, you know, you always work in a couple of jobs, bartender shift here and, and cobble it together. So yeah, you can sleep between shifts at the restaurant on the restaurant floor. I know maybe, I did that. Maybe between, underneath the pizza oven. Yeah, I, yeah, that works too. <laughs> you might get yelled at by the restaurant owner when you're asleep against the cooler, but that's that happens. <laughs> or in the stairwell at Leroy's Coffee Shop. That that happened too. <laughs> well, Dave, thanks for hopping on. We're going to talk to Rachel Lucas in just a minute here and, and get her perspective on working a summer up here and what she was trying to capture and putting this video together and Get feedback from people in that wheelhouse of exactly who we're trying to bring up here. Let's do it, Miles. It's all on your shoulders. You can figure this out. <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> and now we're joined by Rachel Lucas. Rachel, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're nervous, but yeah, we just wanted to bring you on here because I took this idea and dumped it on your lap last summer when you were just an intern before you became our editor and videographer here at the Peninsula Pulse. And you are doing a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, You took this and ran with it and kind of put this vague idea I had of saying, hey, try to make something that makes people want to come up here and work here or show the experience of working here. So when I dumped that on you, how did you go about throwing this together and what were you after? 
So my college roommates were all from Door County. I had visited a few times, but I never knew what it was like to actually work here for the summer. So when I talked to my friends, I asked them a bit about their jobs, what they liked about their jobs, but also what they liked to do outside of their jobs in Door County. How did you end up coming to Door County in the first place? So I first came to Door County when I was about 10 years old. Okay. Um, our family friends had a cabin here, and so I kind of got introduced to the area. And it was my roommate, Jenna Augustin, <laughs> who actually showed me the job for the Door County Pulse internship that I took. And she's like, why don't you apply? Just try. Like, it'll be fun. You could live with me in the summer. So I said, why not? I applied, and I got the job. I probably wouldn't have known about the job without her help. It seems like you need to know people to know about it. And I really want this video to reach out to the people who don't necessarily know much about Door County and think, hey, this could be a cool place to be in the summer. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's exactly what we're after here is to try and get those people to have this on their radar again. And some of those things that that I think of, and I'm, I'm curious if you thought this is what spoke to you, too, is, I mean, the money can be really good, even if you're just doing a job, even if you're not trying to get like career experience and you just mm -hmm. want to make some cash and pay for college. Mm -hmm. Like if you just want to save money, you can do that pretty easily here compared to a lot of other places. One of the things in, in most jobs here, people are so desperate. At least I was in the restaurant industry and a lot of my friends were that you come on board and you can if you want more responsibility, you, you can basically ascend to management pretty quickly. You know, you, you're working with the people who run that business. You're actually seeing how they operate it and mm -hmm. what it means to run a small business. And I think that's why maybe Door County cultivates so many people who come back and open their own because they have that experience versus, you know, big working for a big corporation or something like a, if you were working at Walmart or stuff, you, you don't necessarily know how that business operates. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you learn a lot just working with the people who are in charge. And then you learn about the roles that you could potentially take on in the future. You did such a great job for us last summer that we offered you a full-time job and have kept you around here. And hopefully the winter is not scaring you off yet. But it, it's so often it's about connections to friends. And somebody else who's been here who says, hey, and you kind of stumble into housing or <laughs> somehow. And so you ended up living in Sturgeon Bay last summer, correct? Yeah. When you weren't working for us and us sending you all over the county, what kind of things would you be doing? Where were you hanging out? Usually my friends and I would hang out at Husby's um, <laughs> a lot of times in Sister Bay. But we also went to Casey's, our good friend who worked at One Barrel also hosted karaoke at Casey's. So <laughs> yeah, you'll meet a lot of people that work two jobs too. So everyone is tied to each other somehow. Hmm. What do you mean by that? You meet so many people throughout the summer and you'll just realize little connections that people have with each other. So I'll meet a good friend of Jenna's and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I already met you at this place working here. It's a tight knit community for sure. Yeah, and you get to, I always thought what was really great, even though I was from here, once the summer rolls around, you get this influx of other people, in my case, coming to my hometown. So it was like, everyone looked forward to coming to where I was from. And I was always like, I want to get the heck out of here. But later I came to appreciate that. And 
that influx of people and just meeting that wide array of people and like three, four, five weeks into the summer, you realize, wow, I have this whole different group of friends that I thought I, or that I had, didn't have before, but also people I never thought I would meet and be hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool when you, you get into that group and then the next thing you know, summer's almost over and everyone's leaving and now you're depressed. But, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you lived in Surrey Bay and you said you still ended up hanging out way up at Husby. So I'm glad you were able to put up with the drive all the time. Um, what surprised you? about working here, you know, coming, you went to school at Oshkosh, you're from outside of Chicago, and then you come up to this little peninsula that you had visited before, but now you're here working. What stuck out to you? So I visited here a few times before, as I'd mentioned, but I never got to fully experience Door County. I had only been here for a weekend or so, and you only get to do so much. But living here for an entire summer, there's so much more that you can do that you didn't realize. You'll find a bunch of hidden gems that you didn't even know were there. Yeah, you get a friend who's like, well, you should go to this beach or we should hang exactly, out here. Yep. Or, Here's the place where we can hang out like at midnight and drink on the water or something and nobody's going to bust us. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I was interested in talking to A.J. Dillon, the running back for the Green Bay Packers, just uh, about a month ago about mm-hmm. his experience. You know, he's a 23-year-old guy mm-hmm. coming from playing at Boston College, living in a big city, and then he comes to Green Bay. And he loves coming up to Door County. Oh, yeah. We met him, actually. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it was 4th of July, and we went to give him a glow stick, and it didn't fit around his wrist. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Did you try to give him one for his quads? Because I don't think it would <laughs> no, fit there No, that absolutely either. would not work. If it didn't fit around his wrist, that's not happening. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's great to he- hear that because not that long ago, people would say that this was a a vacation place for old people. But now when you meet younger people and even people who grow up here, they want to come back here more so than I remember happening when I was 15 to 25 years old. And I think it's because there's been this transition where you have so much live music, you have, I love a good dive bar, but we've moved beyond just having dive bars and supper clubs to places that actually have like a, a lively scene and a, and a young scene. Mm-hmm. So you walk around Sister Bay and you got the, the beer gardens and uh, Husby's and live music all over the place all the time. You got Door County Brewing Company and, and other breweries and things like that. Adding some of those things that I'm guessing people in your generation are looking for. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But then on the flip side, I wonder what your, you know, like I have nieces and nephews who have said to me in the past, like as they, they grew up in the suburbs and when it comes time to write like a college essay to get into a great school, they realize, wow, I don't really have a lot to write about that's any different than all my other suburban friends. And I kind of think about they, they come around and they, they follow me around Door County and I'll say, oh, I worked in that place or I washed dishes there. Or, I used to volunteer at this place or that's the bluff we used to run up and down and trespass in the property and stuff. <laughs> and up here, so many people have to have their hands in so many different things. A small community, you get roped into volunteering and things. And I've always thought that that's probably why a lot of people, young kids from Door County end up with a leg up when it comes to like getting into college and mm-hmm. writing their college essays. What kind of things, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, no, no, I, I kind of see what you're saying. You meet so many people and the connections with those people run pretty deep because it's a small community. So you'll get great recommendations from them too, because oh, you yeah. know them very well at the end of a summer even. That's a great point too. And even though, you know, if you look at the census data, Door County is about as white as a community gets, but in the summer in part because there are all those J-1 visa students, you get this really unique experience of, I mean, I, I slaved away in kitchens so many hours, 
talking to uh, the Mexican immigrant worker or the Polish summer worker or Czechoslovakian, like so many different backgrounds, Filipino, mm-hmm. Jamaican, that it's not the same as going and spending time in those countries. But yeah. you learn a little bit about their culture. You learn about their food. You learn about their experiences growing up. Mm-hmm. And for me, it definitely broadened my understanding of the world just by mm-hmm. working side by side with these people. Oh, yeah. Especially in like, say you're in a restaurant industry and there's a lot of dead hours that you're just forced to sit there and talk to those yeah. people. Yeah, well, there's so. a lot of interesting things you can learn about people that mm-hmm. it's just, it broadens your own horizons as well. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and talking a little bit about this video. And thanks for all your work putting it together. Of course, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody for listening into the Door County Pulse podcast. We'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at the Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.